it's shiny, it's awesome, it's cool, it's a piece it's of hardware that I can give my baby boy. Because I didn't eat anything. You know, absolutely. Hold on, I'm talking, brother. 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 Cord. Uh, Tom, are you recording? I'm on, Joe. Good. Hello, and welcome back to Hold On, I'm Talking Brother. My name is Joe Greenwood, and you are listening to our UFC 275 review and our UFC Fight Night Austin preview, main evented by Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. And as per usual, I'm joined by my regular co-host, Tom Ballam. And Tom, I'll ask you the question, does it hurt knowing that I'm the champ yet again? It's a long, drawn-out sigh from me, Joe, because I can't, I can't <laughs> hide it. I can't hide it. Uh, not only are you the champ, I am, but I have also I've lost again. You know, it's time for reflection. Mm. I, I looked yeah. at my gloves after the fight. <laughs> took one of them off and then kind of readjusted it. Yeah, the camera panned away, uh, and they celebrated your victory. Congratulations. Of course, it was all sealed in the main event. Uh, enough of, of UFC two seventy five. Yeah, incredible. I, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to dismiss Kater versus Emmett, but man, that main event was something else. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite. Something. That's what I want to talk about, Joe. Let's get into it. No fucking around. Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Prohashka main event is UFC two seventy five light heavyweight title on the line, and in what is. One of the most incredible fights I've ever seen. A fight that I watched through my fingers at points. Squealing. Making noises that are, you know, unhuman. Prohashka does the thing that no one expected and submits Glover to share it in the fifth round. And Tom, I will ask you the question here. Is Yuri Prohashka a worthy champion in your mind? Ah, that's a great question. Uh, And not what I was expecting, you know. If you're truly to revel in your victory, then you have to believe that you made the right picks on the right basis. Uh, Now, uh, Joe has picked up, he's fanning himself now the sweat. He knows he's a false idol. Uh, What? You know the guilt. I'm not having this. Uh, Well, look, Joe, I mean, Teixeira was winning the fight. He was actually Let's winning the fight. Let's just get this out was... there right now. Round one went to. Oh, what? Who did I have give it to? Well, Joe, I'll, I'll tell you right now. You scored round one for Teixeira, round two for Teixeira yeah. as well. Then round three went to Brahashka, and then you came back to Teixeira for round four. Uh, no. Oh, Joe. Uh, I gave Glover round Joe, one. Joe, you're going to bring the pod into disrepute. Come on now. I gave Yuri's round. Two, three, and what? four. What? Uh, no, <laughs> you are joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. Joe, this is the li- stop in the it, moment, Joe. in the moment, first time watching it. What? I'm having to judge it like the judges, am I not? Like in the moment, watching it for the first time. No spoilers. Like this. Is, what? I'm sorry, man. I, that is just what I gave it. I, it seems like I'm insane that this is what I've done. Now, Joe, look, I'm going to give you a chance to walk this back, all right? Let's talk you down from the ledge. No, oh. hold up, hold up. It's all right. Yep. Safe space here. Two friends. We're talking about UFC. You did get to watch yep. it a second time. I did indeed. That was, you know, maybe... I had it I had it two all going into the field. What, Joe? 
What are you saying? Which round? Which round do you give to Yuri? We agree round three, where Yuri led round three. Yuri led the stand up, did greater damage, ended up on his back, but um, but still. Round two. No. 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 Yes. No, Joe. Joe. Like Yuri's probably still, still uh, in surgery after the elbow that was unleashed on him at the end of round two. Um, I, I, no, man, damage. I, I gave two, two and three. Yeah, I gave that to Prohashka for that round. In my mind's eye, if I'm remembering it correctly, it's been, I watched the sec- it the second time on the Monday, so we are a few days removed here. Um, but yeah, I gave it two all going into the fifth the second time. But the first time I had it 3-1 Prohashka going into the fifth, which seems a bit insane um, by the sounds of it. Um, but ultimately, that doesn't really matter, does it? Or does it when asking about, like, maybe to, to share a, make a choice that he probably shouldn't have done? I mean... He had... He rocked Prohashka with a massive shot and had him rocked against the cage and then went to pull pull him down for a guillotine to which Prohashka just slipped out of immediately. One of the worst, one of the worst in-fight decisions we've ever I seen. I mean, Joe, like, oh, I, I've got to, I got to jump on this. Like the first time that I watched the fight, the commentators were saying huge mistake. You know, after Teixeira yeah. had rocked Yuri in the fifth, uh, I think they knew he was up on the cards. Obviously, like one of the co-hosts of Hold On, I'm talking, brother, well versed in the sport, <laughs> know what they're watching, true professionals, and uh, they were saying huge mistake from Teixeira as he slipped off. Uh, slipped off the sub, and Yuri took that top position, which culminated in the end of the fight. Um, now, the first time round, I thought this is overblown. Clearly, DC is a bit of a Glover fanboy. Obviously, same kind of mm. school of school of martial arts. And I put it at that. I watched it a second time round, Joe, and I think this is up there as one of the greatest mistakes, one of the largest, hugest, most significant mistakes in a title fight ever. Really? Love to share was 30 seconds from cruising this fight. Cruising this fight. Four I don't th- I think cruising win. is cruising is a mad thing to say. Like that is absolutely insane thing to say. Glover was it, in the, the ascendancy. Damp- he was pulling away, Joe. He was looking great in that fifth. No, 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 no. Oh, I I I really surprised you surprised he me was here, Joe. Absolutely shattered. And he even said as much that he was absolutely done and Prohashka was still going. Like, if we're looking at that side of it, Prohashka's like cardio is maybe his greatest weapon, I've realized watching this fight, is that he is just gonna keep going at this pace the whole way. Did drop off slightly in the fourth, I think it was. Uh which was Well oh, no, that was that was an amazing round. I I mean I was really like reveling in the champ, you know, in that kind of championship I'd, material that Glover uh, produced, you know. I find it mad that you just said that Glover was cruising to a victory, though, because it's like, I'm so... I mean, Glover proved me wrong, and a lot of people Joe, wrong, which is that Glover I... Glover took his best shots. He took his best shots in the third. He came out in the championships ra- rounds, and he he landed the takedown. He... Oh, he... Look, sorry, let me just preface this. He lost the third round. Jo, uh, Glover looked tired. He was shooting yeah. for a couple of takedowns. They were sloppy. Yuri was shrugging him off and then working him on the feet with those long, straight, single shots. Uh, not yeah. putting great combinations together, but he was hitting Glover at will. Glover really faded big time in the third. Coming back for the yeah. fourth, all right, 
everyone's thinking Yuri's going to pull away now. This is where the where the fight starts to tilt. Now, in that response, if it carried on like that, then of course you would never say something like Glover was cruising to a victory. But what actually happened is in the fourth, Glover collected himself. He found those takedowns that he wasn't able to get um, in the third, and he was in the ascendancy. He continued that into the fifth, where he was actually beating Yuri on the feet. He had, uh, you know, he was in the ascendancy. I think. I think that's a little bit of a willful ignorance on your part as well. I think that you you like Glover more and that you've sort of like chosen the angle that you wanted Glover to Tell win this. Tell me the this. other angle, Joe. Sell it to me. I honestly thought it was incredibly equal the whole way through and that you're looking then for individual moments to then elevate each fighter. Now, Glover got that in a couple of rounds with the ground and pound that he was able to go and get full mount as well at times. That was incredibly impressive with Glover to share is that like, and we'll talk about this in comparison to the co-main event, but when he gets you on the ground, he is going for positions to get to finish you. Like he's not just holding you there. He's working his way to the best positions to dominate you. However, having said all that, he got into these positions and Prohashka got out somehow in a few cases where it's like, how on earth did he get away with that? But on the feet, I felt like most of those rounds was pretty equal, but Prohashka was landing bigger, more significant shots. Apart from in the uh, fifth round, in which Glover landed the biggest shot, uh, a couple moments in the fourth, and the first. So I don't think I'm yeah, I mean, way so off in I, saying I, the I second and third were, were that close. Glover dominated him on the ground in the first, the second, yep. the fourth, and then the fifth he beat him in the stand-up. The third round is is the only round. Yeah, but then are we not going to talk then about how then uh, Prohashka then dominated him on the ground in the fifth? He didn't dominate him on the ground. With a minute to go, I'm I'm pretty sure I have this right. I have this in my nose. A minute to go, Glover still had full mount in the fifth. uh, Yeah, he was so he was three rounds with a fourth in the bank in full mount with a minute to go. But then doesn't that does that not then get uh, equalized by the fact that Prohashka had him in crucifix in the fifth? Not went not for like fifteen seconds or or whatever that top control was before he before Glover gave up the choke. I mean, wait, hold on, Joe. Let me let's just establish this one. The fifth round before the finish, who was going to win that round? Who was up? I mean, this is to share. Thank you. So to share is winning the fight. But then hold on, you're saying this though. You're saying that he's winning the fight, but then he still got finished. As Prohashka was then in the ascendancy with like forty-five seconds to go. This is why I'm saying the damage that this he. This is why I'm saying like, we're talking. We're talking about hypothetical fight that didn't happen. No, no. What happened was that Teixeira got finished due to the amount of damage Prohashka landed on him and gassed no, him. No, I, I don't. That's. I guess that's where our opinions are different. I, what I'm asking. You don't hold on. You, you, you don't think that Prohashka landed significant shots to the body, and like significant shots on, on Teixeira the, to tire him Yeah, out. in the third round, Glover said as much himself, like the body shots were really eating into his gas tank. There's no doubt that uh, he had a huge third round, but Glover had already overcome that. You know, Glover, well, yes, hold on. Glover had shown yeah, the heart Yeah, but we've seen this chance. before. That, hold on. But we've seen this before where guys take a huge amount of damage in a round and then the next round they come back because they have to dig in and pull back, pull from something, in which he did. And then in the fifth... He was absolutely shot because he had done that in the. Fo- yeah, I'm. So, yeah, I'm. That's definitely. He wasn't. That, that's what Joe, he wasn't shot. He was dominating Yuri in the fifth. 
He was absolutely worth He got finished. He got he finished back, which is why with a I'm fucking rear naked choke without any hooks in. He was finished. From Glover. He was finished. That's, like I don't think Yuri won that fight. I think Glover lost it. No, uh, no, no. I'm not having that. That is insane. But you're you're that telling me that a, a jiu-jitsu specialist like Glover, who's... Cr- gassed out. Who's, no, he didn't gas out. He did gas out. Like, there was a slight moment. He made a mistake. He, gave up he stopped neck. fighting. He stopped fighting. And he was, and he was in a position to get out of there. And he stopped fighting because he was exhausted. But get out he of was, the rear naked choke once it was in. Is that what you're saying? He didn't have the hooks in. No, no. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Glover was obviously, obviously exhausted. Okay. Yes. Yes. All but right, he had you. overcome. He had already shown that he could have overcome that. I, I don't see how you can. I don't think he had anything Joe, there was 28 left. seconds left. And he didn't have but anything if, left. If he was a full mind, he would have never got let himself get into that space. But he wasn't a full mind because he was shattered. The the bloke. Listen, we're getting lost in the weeds here. <laughs> we're getting lost in the weeds here. Listen, Glover was knackered, and Yuri finished him off with a rear naked choke without I any. Can't hooks dispute. In. That is the sign of a man who is absolutely exhausted. Okay, and how did he get exhausted? Because Prohashka landed damage, and Teixeira had to dig deep to fight through that fourth round. And then he gets into the fifth, lands a huge shot. Goes to that guillotine. I honestly think a part of him going for that guillotine was that he was actually exhausted. Like, throwing shots, I think, would have tied him out more. But in going for the guillotine, he had to pull guard. He had to, like, like it was a terrible mistake. The story in this fight is that Glover made an all-time huge error. And rightfully got punished for it and lost his belt. Yeah, it's a tragedy for Glover. That's my, I guess that's my angle. Let's talk about you. Let's I refuse. You. I refuse. No. I'm the champ. He got handled. Yuri got absolutely handled in this fight. He did not get handled. On the feet, Glover beat him Yuri up. was better. No. Yuri was better. He, yes, he was. Joe, we need to watch it a third time. We need to run it back. I will watch it. Th- well, let's run it back. By I'm going to ask you this question. What's next for Yuri Prohashka? Is it the rematch or is it Jan Blachowicz? See, now I've just advocated strongly. I hope the listeners hear that for for Glover. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> It'd have to be fucking deaf to not get that. Well, I, and then, at which point, why are they listening? But <laughs> well, Joe, look, right. I know I can see you're a bit salty. You know, there's going to be some hate mail. All right, I don't give a fuck. Like Yuri Prohashka won that fight fair and square. And it's he not it Glover to share a loss. No, Glover he lost didn't, it. Definitely Glover lost it, Joe. He was thirty <laughs> seconds away from winning. Like if he if he was uh, if he hadn't made that mistake, he would have just not engaged as much in the fight. He was already beating him on the feet. But anyway. he made the mistake because he was battered. They were both battered in that fight. I would say, like most fighters, especially at light heavyweight, going into a fifth round, they are they are so diminished that they are extremely vulnerable. But guys yes. like. Uh, John Jones, for example, have been able to avoid avoid uh, being finished in the fifth, despite being tired. You know, fighters have to well, go through. Well, it's because Jones, it's because Jones has got fucking shitloads of drugs pouring through him that he's able to like pull on these reserves, and also that Jones is defensively quite strong as a striker. Like he has, like he's able to avoid big shots. For the most part. As was Glover, though, in the fifth. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, w- I, wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't give Glover the rematch. Is what I'm... Really? Yeah, I wouldn't give him the rematch. Uh, Why? Because it's the first defence, you know? He's not a long-time champ. I think we both agreed if you've defended the belt four or five times, 
then you probably are, are due a instant rematch. There are huge contenders in the division who are worthy of a title shot. Uh, some of those Glover hasn't fought himself. If he had beaten all of yeah. the closest contenders, then you know maybe he could kind of block them out of the picture. But uh, I, I think Glover has to fight down, as much as it pains me to say it. That is a shame. Um, I think also we're... I don't know. I mean, is there... I don't think there's particularly is one clear contender. I know Dana has said that the Smith and Kalia fight is a number one contender's fight. Um, maybe Blachowicz? I mean, I think if you're going to give Teixeira a rematch, you would have to give Blachowicz a rematch. And we both we both felt that Blachowicz didn't deserve that. Off of Rakic win. Uh, sorry, no, Blachowicz after losing to Teixeira, like an instant re- It's the same kind of context, you know, and right, right, right. when there are other names in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. I, I think I would be interested in a Blachowicz-Prahashka fight. Amazing, yeah. Just because, like, well, first off, as we've said before, we, I think we're both big fans of Jan, just because he just seems to defy all logic of what this division is, uh, what what is what is coming. You know, as we said, the super soldier Rakic, you know, Prahashka, this absolutely cut from a piece of marble, and Kalayev, you know, this <laughs> man from the mountains coming down to sort of take this. And then you've got, like, Jan Blahovic with his weird stick legs and slightly podgy torso who somehow has the quickest hands in the division i think that'd be interesting as well to see like would yan be able to slow the fight down to his pace would he incorporate takedowns you know i don't think he's got the wrestling credentials of Teixeira. would he be able to get that in there um were those wrestling credentials slightly overhyped because he was fighting adesanya who's a middleweight you know, there there would be all these interesting elements to see could Blahovic implement his game plan. But that fight would be absolutely incredible, I think. You think Blahovic is worthy of that fight now? You, they should make it. I, I, for me, yes. Yeah. For me, yes. Yeah. More so than even if Ankalaev beat Smith, I'm a little bit like, eh, no, not, so, not quite. Wow. Not quite wow. for me. Okay. I, it's, it's, you know, we'll see. If I mean, if he blows Smith away in like a round, I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah, give this guy the title mm-hmm. shot. Um, and then saying that, if Anthony Smith beats Ankalaev, oh, maybe I could be convinced that he needs a, another title shot. I know you're not such a huge Anthony Smith fan, but... That would blow my mind if Anthony Smith is fighting for, for the belt. But if, if I mean, if he, <laughs> if he destroys Ankalaev, given Ankalaev's record in the division, you know, then that obviously, you have to, he has to be in the conversation. Uh, yeah. Sounds like we're on the um, same page here. We can say, Holden, I'm talking brother, is behind Lambrohovic versus... Yuri Yes. Uh, Just to see what it looks like. Yeah, you know, that would that'd be incredible. Right. Co-main event well, time. Joe, you, you, look, this has turned into Glover hate. Glover hate fest from your end. You're just going to bypass him. What next for Glover? Take some time off, brother. Come back later <laughs> in the year. When he's 44. And, and then take... <laughs> <laughs> and then I... Ooh, who should he face? Jamahal Hill? Or Craig? Oh, <sighs> Craig versus Teixeira. I'm down for that. Um, just keep him. I don't. I don't want to see him like against. Does he fight Has the he winner fought? of Ankalaya Smith? Oh shit! That would be a banger. Mm. I like. Yeah, I like, Anc- I like that one as well. Uh, then the problem is though, it creates this sort of bottleneck though, doesn't it? Just like it's these same guys fighting each other, and I don't know. I think if if he fights the winner of Ankalaya. Smith, 
the loser of that has to go way way down. I mean, Anthony Smith did do that, to be fair. He has fought guys who are just way down the division and has worked his way back up, and fair enough. Anyway, co-main event, women's title fight, flyweight title on the line, Valentina Shevchenko versus Tyler Santos. Two questions, Tom. Did you watch this fight? <laughs> <laughs> and how did you score it if you did? Oh, you, you, you caught me red-handed, Joe. I was, I was trying to think... <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I was trying to think, you know, of course we're a semi-professional podcast now. You know, we're maturing into our, to our second year. Batting away mm. sponsorship offers. How do I talk about this fight without acknowledging that I didn't watch it? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right. Did you watch the BT Sport highlights? Uh, no, I, I, I panned over the fight. I, I've got to be honest. I panned over it. Now, what I saw of it, I, I it seemed like Santos was in the ascendancy. Surprised Shevchenko with her wrestling game. Was able to take her down and, and hold her there. But then Shevchenko, following a headbutt, was able to, to win the championship. Yeah, after, after breaking Santos's orbital with a headbutt, Accidental headbutt. Uh, and then Santos is literally fighting with one eye. Shevchenko managed to win the last two rounds. I had it three rounds to two for Santos. Uh, I had that down to uh, the grappling control. I know that Shevchenko landed some shots while Santos was on her back, literally going back over her head. And they were like, quote, significant shots, but not really damaging blows. And she was getting pretty much controlled on the deck. And then after the orbital break, Shevchenko won the rounds after that. Listen, I'm not particularly mad at Shevchenko winning. I can see why people scored it her way. But to give her four rounds out of five, that would be... That's insane. And also Shevchenko, gotta say, wasn't that good. She didn't seem really that into it. She seemed slightly zoned out of the fight. Shit, I'm down. I better start fighting. And, like... The weird, like, judo throw thing that she went for that just didn't work. The classic head arm uh, scarf hold sort of throw that happens in women's <laughs> MMA. And, you know, she just failed that. Santos got her back. Had some good grappling control. The problem is, is that unlike Glover Teixeira, she didn't work into stronger positions to then get any damage off. Because if she did, I think Santos will probably be the flyweight champion right now. The, and actually, the third round... She'd get a, a tight rear naked choke in there, sort of like over the face, you know, that sort of like Khabib style. And there was a lot of like, there was some quite nasty grappling, you know, hands over the mouth, you know, that sort of thing, you know, over the eyes, like really pressing her, the, you know, her palm into her face and sort of like, yeah, really uncomfortable, nasty grappling. I like Santos in this fight, did well, but I can see why they gave it uh, to Shevchenko. Um... I still stand by my claim, though, that Shevchenko won't be the flyweight champion by the end of the year. However, if she fights Misha Tate like what she's asking for, uh, she probably still will be the flyweight champion at the end of the year. I mean, honestly, who the fuck would want to watch that? You're saying you'd rather see Chikagin fight Shevchenko again? No, my girl, Manon Fioro, she will be the flyweight champion. She will take that belt from Shevchenko. That is my big prediction. Right, Tom. Now tell me you gave me gave this fight a bit of respect. Zhang Weili versus Yoani Yunchechek. First off, did you watch this of fight? Of course I watched this fight. Oh, thank Christ for that. Joe, like, Second let's of all, just get this clear. Let's just get this clear. Yeah. You, you, if you earn my interest and respect, you retain it. <laughs> 
until proven other man, man or woman man or, of course man or... we don't discriminate here we don't discriminate you know what actually i think we do have this like as a catch-all thing which is i tend to stand on the fence on quite a lot of things out of the fact that i have disdain for a lot of people and there's a lot of fighters in ufc that i have disdain for that i do not want to watch um and valentina shevchenko is turning into one of those <laughs> Uh, but let's talk about two women that I think are ledge ledges, the pair of them. Zhang Weili knocks out Yuan and Yunjacek with a spinning back fist, but I don't think that's the story of the fight. The story of the fight for me is that this might be the best straw weight fighter in the history of this division. Uh, this performance was complete in my mind. This is the one of the most complete women's MMA performances I've seen. And I feel like you agree, potentially. She was dominant. She was absolutely dominant. She clearly accelerated away from the first fight. In our preview, we were asking that question, you know, uh, mm. where they were in their careers, these women. And I was kind of uh, taking Yuana's corner, saying she looked hungry, saying she looked ready. Uh, yeah. You were asking about the wrestling game of Wiley and how that, that might factor into the fight. I mean, Wiley blew her away in the end. Yeah, wasn't close. wasn't close. Wasn't close at all. Yeah, she utterly, utterly dominated her. And then that spinning back fist was incredible. Just because, like, it didn't seem to knock Yun Jacek out, but it just removed her feet from underneath her to the point that... Because, she, like, she landed it, and then Yun Jacek sort of chased her for a shot, and the feet were just gone. Yeah. yeah. And it was a hell of a way to go out. And I don't mean to brag, Tom, as Yun Jacek is walking out, uh, I turn to my partner, Kirsten, and I say to her, I think Yun Jacek's going to retire. <laughs> I had no idea what the result was. I was just watching her come out. She kisses her partner. She hugs her mum. This is things that she's never done before. And there's just this, uh, there's just this look on her and I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. She's in a lot of trouble here. Like, this is... I don't, did you get a, a, that vibe from her at all? Uh, no, it wasn't until until they panned to like here and there, little images of the gloves, and she was hanging around a bit awkwardly, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah. she's, she's she's done. And you know, in hindsight, it was it was obvious. Thirty five, two years off. Yeah, two years off. Uh, clearly, at that age, where she's thinking about a family and things outside the octagon, and you know, yeah. this has really established that the division is moving away from her. The gap is growing. It makes perfect sense. We should we should have called it here first, really. Um, yeah. But she goes away. Undoubtedly, she'll be in the women's hall of fame. Yeah, and one of the one of the best women's fighters a, ever. A pioneer, you know. A pioneer. In her time, yeah. she was head and shoulders above everyone else, and it's a testament to you know the, the top of the division now that it's it's caught up and is clearly going away from her. One well, that she lost in this manner, you know, it's not like the other losses where. I mean, the first Rose loss, apparently the weight cut for that was horrendous. Like, she had this awful, awful weight cut, and she just didn't recover in time for the fight. Okay, fine. She comes back for the rematch. Loses. Okay, not the end of the world. Then loses to Shevchenko. Fine. Again, no shame in that. Loses to Wei Li in that sort of fight of the year. Again, no shame in that sort of thing. But this one, she was just nowhere near. Like she, This is like clear levels below what Whaley has become. I always felt like she probably hasn't even been training properly like for 
quite a significant amount of time. So, yeah, for the best that she sort of rides off into the sunset before things get really bad. What about Whaley then, Joe? Is she going to fight Carlos Barza next? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, maybe not exactly my choice, um, but yeah, she's going to fight next, isn't she? She's going to and. Fucking hell, poor Carla. Like, <laughs> she's having to face this woman. I'm. Uh, I mean, to me, actually, Wei Li is kind of the uncrowned champ anyway. I, I had her beaten Rose the last time. Um, you know, and I don't know what Carla's going to have for her. How many fights does Rose need to win to, to, to earn a rematch? Four. Four. <laughs> well, I think what you'll see, Joe, is Wei Li, if she is able to become champ that third fight between her and Rose will be coming in, in faster. Uh, yeah, I can't say I'm super excited either. Uh, it should be my girl. My girl, uh, Marina Rodriguez, should be getting a title fight. Like, she's, again, I think, potential future champion and um, one of the most interesting and exciting fighters in that division. So, yeah, I'd like a little bit of fresh blood in there. But this is an issue that happens in these divisions sometimes is you get this slight bottleneck of four or five best people and they end up all fighting each other and other people can't really get that opportunity right should we talk about the two australians that won on this uh uh main card we had a, a change to the card manal cap versus um was it bontarin mm. uh got cancelled uh so they brought in jake matthews versus andre filiao now i was excited for this fight on the prelims i was like damn filiao he's a bit of a dog He'll go after it. It's Jake Matthews. He looks quite refined. Jesus Christ. Jake Matthews blew Filiao away. Like, it wasn't even close, no, was it? it was, like it was crazy. I mean, Jake Matthews, it was, he's now a, a veteran in the UFC. He's never caught my attention in this way before. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, as the commentators were saying, he, he just looked so fast. Everything was landing. Everything was working. He looked elite. He really did. He really, really did. I think the... Uh, this is something that did come up in the commentary as well. I think Filiar fighting three times in three months is not a good idea. Like, with that weight cut, with the damage that he's taken, that's just... you just got to stop doing that. But Jake Matthews... I mean, there were a couple of moments where Filiar landed and he was in exchanges, but I think that was more Matthews sort of obliging him so that he could then counter. But Matthews was just supreme, I thought, in this fight. Really, so much more advanced than Filiar, who seemed a bit more just come forward... Uh, whereas Matthews had this beautiful in and out, nice single shots, good variety to them as well. Um, didn't rely just on boxing uh, like Filiao. So really, really impressed by Jake Matthews. Um, yeah, and also Jack Della Maddalena, a man who you were sort of uh, unsure of before. Strong performance, strong performance. Got out of a submission that uh, Anaconda choke. Good defensive wrestling. And then some beautiful hands to finish him off. Uh, Emif, that is. Uh, both of these gentlemen in the welterweight division. What are we thinking now? Are we are we buying into this or are we going to have a bit more of a slow burn? Well, I'm saying, like, this is where you start to light the t- touch paper in it. This is where the attention, the, the light shines. It's where I start to remember your name when you turn up again. Uh, mm. Filiao now, I will remember his face, by the way. Of course, I, I don't know Filiao getting mixed up yeah. with some Brazilian I believe in our in our preview uh, so yeah. you know the spectre is upon you this is the chance yeah. uh, the problem is for me both these guys are still 
a little bit outside the the rankings mm. um, at welterweight. I, th- I think it would be a little bit generous to kind of match them up against the likes of Kiesa, Jeff Neal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, one or two more fights. Uh, Michelle Pereira. Pereira is sitting now at fourteenth at welterweight. Uh, Pereira himself, he has just beat. He beat Filiao, no? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He beat Filiao and he beat Ponsonibio. So you got to. I mean, I know you've turned off Pereira, but he's he's got to. He's got to. No, he's come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd have him fight. He's got to march um, forwards. I mean, Jeff Neal's fighting Luke. Wow. Magny's fighting Savkat Rachmanov. <laughs> wow. Uh, Jesus Christ. What about yeah. what about the leech? What's going on with the leech? He's got uh, Muslim Salikov. Mm. Kevin Holland's fighting tonight against Tim Means. So, oof. maybe maybe Ponzinibbio for Jake Matthews. That could be fun. And then maybe a Della Maddalena could face like a Nico Price or something, or Gunnar Nelson. Oof, that was dismissive of, of young Gunnar. Uh, no, it's not. No, no, no. That's a, it's a test, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, of the two, Matthews is... is you know, closer to the to, to the big picture. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'll sign off on it, Joe. All right, cool. All right, we we got some we got some decent fights there lined up. Right. Uh, should we talk about UFC Fight Night? Cater versus Emmett. Now, we'll do our usual thing of Tom. I'm going to read off the main card to you. And you'll give me some picks, but we'll go into these fights a little bit because there there are some bangers on this card. Have you looked at this card? No. Oh, bro. Well, let's start off with the prelim main event. Uh, the bantamweight division: Adrian Yanez versus Tony Kelly. Tony Kelly, your man who said that racist shit the other week. Uh, also missed weight for this fight. Oof. Oof, indeed. Good thing we love Yanez anyway. We do love Yanez, so yes. Welcome to the train. Welcome to the party. He's coming off a loss, isn't he? Yanez? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He had that really impressive win against your man. He lost um, to no, no, sorry. I'm getting What? Sorry, Jesus Christ. No, he's not. would murder him. <laughs> uh, he. No, he's not coming off a loss. No, he's not coming. He, he fought Davy Grant. He had a split decision win over Davy Grant. Beat Randy Costa. That's the guy I was thinking yeah. of. Um, no, he's undefeated in the UFC. Joe, who am I getting him mixed up with here? Help, help me, help the listeners. I'm sure they're in the same place. Filial, bantamweight. Filial, yes, I know. Filial at welterweight. He just, he just beat. Uh, oh, uh, Baeza. Yeah, see, Joe. You know, Hispanic. Do you see Baeza's? <laughs> do you see Baeza's like retired? Oh no. Yeah, I think he's like. Oh, I've had enough. Oh no, I've had enough. But but Yanis, yeah. Sorry, he's um. Looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Yes. And everyone will want to see him win this fight. I think he does go in as the favourite. Yes. Uh, right, let's go through this uh, main card then. Uh, Julian Marquez versus uh, Gregory Rodriguez. Marquez is the, the uh, big Cuban. Big Cuban, no? Do you remember his uh, claim to fame? I do not. Where he won a fight and then he cut his promo and he said... Miley Cyrus, <laughs> be my Valentine. Yeah. Did you remember this? <laughs> and then she replied, and then he completely dropped the ball. <laughs> like he had some weird, convoluted response. I remember seeing DC, like making fun of him for it, like just being like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Like that was just because she seemed like she was interested. But 
Yeah. Oh well. Well, he's the favourite anyway here, Joe. So hopefully he can bounce back. Surely he beats uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, most likely. But bounce back from the loss of being <laughs> Merkin himself. Uh, we got Demir Ismagulov versus Guram Kutaladze. Oof. Uh, Kutaladze Kuta, Kuta ran off with that um, female fighter, didn't he? Cheyenne Buys. You know, she was married to that other MMA fighter. She cheated on him, allegedly, with this guy. And then uh, now they've run off together. Wow, Jimmy, you're hot. No judgment. Hot, hot on the gossip. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, this is this is Russia, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. So It's Kazakhstan, Georgia. Oh, apologies. Jeez, uh, I'm really dropping the ball here. One after another. Yeah. Come on, Tom, get it together. Get it together, yeah, indeed. You know what it is? I'm, I'm shook. I'm, I'm you shook because sh- I won. Wow, those things you said about Glover. I'm shook. <laughs> the hate. The hate in your heart. Um, Go on, g- give me a pick. I've gone for Ismagulov. Cool. Now, this fight I'm really excited for. Our boy, our top boy, Joaquin the Buck Buckley versus Albert Durayev. Who? In the middleweight division. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Joaquin Buckley, he's fighting in the middleweight division. That's right, Tom. I'm going to drop the promo right now uh, that we all love. <laughs> Any excuse. Right Get second. it in there, Joe. But, you know, there's other dudes out there that I want to fight who talking that nonsense, and I really want to give it to them. Because when I heard them, the referee can't say them. And y'all know who I'm talking about. Who are you talking about? Yeah, I know who I'm talking about. Look at my name on YouTube. You will see him. He's the only person talking stuff. I don't need to give his name out. Just do your homework, and you know who I'm talking about. Fight uh, Island, I, I, January twenty third. I know it is. It's James Krause. I just wanted to hear you say. You can say. It. I ain't gonna okay. say his name. Uh, right, Buckley. Then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. How's he gonna well, win? Well, I mean, we know he's got that that spinning kick, um, but he won't be content with that, Joe. He's gonna set the bar even higher. Uh, there's been some spinning back fists recently in the UFC. Oh, nice. For Buck, he can generate some, some momentum. Uh, nice. Spending back fist for Buckley in the first 30 seconds of the fight. Wicked. I'm down with that. Tim Means oh, is facing off against Kevin Holland. Ah, come on, Kevin. Let's get back on track. I'm picking Kevin. KO. Kevin Holland uh, beat uh, Oliveira in his uh, last fight. Uh, not Charles Oliveira. What's his name? Alex Oliveira. Um, so, yeah, Olive, uh, he's making that move for the welterweight title. Best of luck with that, Kev, uh, through all the wrestlers that are waiting for you. Co main event. Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon. Uh, remember when we not really previewed this at the last uh, last pay per view uh, when this got cancelled? Same, same again, Joe. I mean, make it stop. Yeah, just something respectable. And then the main event: Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. That's a great um, fight. That's a great th- this fight. is a great. Now, if Emmett loses this fight, he's never getting to a title no, shot. No, I don't think so. No. Which is mad, considering that his record would then be seventeen and three. He's seventeen and two right now, and he's potentially might never get to a title shot. That's kind of insane, isn't it? That he's it's insane. That far but away. what you know? What is the other data point there that we haven't mentioned? I don't know how old the guy is now. I think 37, 37 mm. horrendous injuries. Um, yeah, it just <sighs> stacked against him. Yeah, and the thing is, is that he would be, if let's say he does does win this fight, he'd then have to have a number one contenders fight against a Brian Ortega, you know, uh, the loser of Holloway Volkanovski, uh, yeah, you know, the maybe an Arnold Allen, 
you know, it's 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 not looking easy for uh, for Emmett to get to that title shot. I mean, you know, I want the best for him. He's an incredible fighter. Um, his last fight wasn't particularly impressive, the uh, win over Dan Ige. But I think, obviously, you remember that fight against Shane Burgos, where he blew out both both of his knees. And still won. And still won. And still dug in and, like, somehow got a win. I, it was mind-blowing. Then there's the huge KOs over Lamas, Johnson, Bektich. Bektich. Yeah, yeah. Great, great fighter. Um, came to the UFC a little bit too late in the end. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're being very dismissive. A win over Kader here, and he's one fight away. So, Yeah, probably. We, again, yeah, that's the thing, is that we're making this sound a lot bigger than it potentially is. It's just, I feel like the UFC are going to be in a position to screw him over quite a bit over the next year or two if he does beat Kater. But Kater, coming back, beat, uh, lost to Holloway, obviously, but then came back and beat beat the brakes off G- Giga Chikadze. Yeah. Really blew that up in his face, didn't he? Um, Chikadze's nowhere to be no. seen um Kater here obviously has I would say the stronger boxing whereas Emmett has the more sort of decorated wrestling base even though he does like to use his hands oh, he loves those big looping looping he, hooks Joe. he loves them he can get in he, he loves get those in the hooks. pocket with Kater. I don't think Kater would want to want to trade with him there but such yeah. a beautiful fluid boxer Calvin Kater. great at kind of yeah. point fighting keeping the range working the combos uh I lean towards Cater for this fight. I lean that way as well. I think it could be quite a dominant performance as well, particularly if Emmett relies on the striking and doesn't fold in the wrestling to his attacks. Uh, a la Giga Chikadze, who, who tried to trade with Cater. And got wiped out, exterminated. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't even close, was it, really? Right, that fight night looks banging. Let's talk about some fights that are coming up down the road and we're just on one of the sorry Joe just like there's one thing I want to bring up there just because we're talking about the featherweight picture right now uh we have to say goodbye to one of the big names in the picture I don't know if you've seen this but our Dagestani superstar Zabit he has he's just retired Joe he's not coming back yeah uh one of the great what ifs in MMA UFC huge incredible record um yeah, seventeen and one retires. Had a lot of health issues by the sounds of it, and then apparently he's an incredibly religious man um, to the point that you know he does listen to his. Um, I don't, I don't know uh, what the correct term to use is, but like his advisors, sort of, let's say spiritual God. advice. No, I mean literal like men, like men, fleshy men who advise him. Right. And um, religious elders, let's let's say that. I, I don't know what the correct term is. I don't know what what form of Islam he falls within. So I don't know. You, you're more so you're racking up uh, more, scholar than me. More hate mail with every with every <laughs> word, get, with every syllable. Get it together. Anyway, the beat's retired. He's gone. Uh, real He's shame. Out of there. I mean, he just he never seems to have the cardio for one. I wonder if that was related to his. Um, his health, health. I think it might issues. have been the fact he'd have to fight Max Holloway or uh, Volkanovski at, at one point. Wait, so you're saying he's become a doctor because he wants to avoid Max Holloway? Joe, Joe I don't blame him. I'd do the same. I'd do the same. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, what a, what a real shame. What we did see was incredible. Some of his performances, 
I mean, he, when he hit that um, Suluev stretch on uh, your man Brandon Davis, uh, incredible. Um, also had that really banging fight with that lad. Oh, what was his name? Oh, what was his name? I can't remember. But real good back and forth. He has a couple of really good fights. Had a good fight with Cater as well, where Cater uh, really put on on him in the uh, third round. Uh, but yeah, rest in peace to Zabit. Could have maybe been champion, but I don't know. We not quite buying into that hype. No. Yeah, I need one I, more I, I, fight right at the top. You know, a five-round fight cut against yeah, the real been. creme de la creme. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so Beat will not be entering the UFC Hall of Fame. No, sadly not. Sadly not. Uh, right now, let's talk about some matchups that have been made, and we're going to talk about just the bantamweight division because I think these fights line up very neatly, and also might affect the division and the division above. So, starting off, Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw is being booked for September. Title fight on the line. You're pulling a face there of worry well, by the looks I'm, of it. I'm worried about where Josie Aldo fits in, Joe. Well, he has been booked against Marab Devashvili. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> my God, this is horrible. Oh, um... Well, now I'm even more concerned for for Jose. Uh wow! I mean, they're all. Let's talk about Sterling. Let's talk about Sterling TJ. There's a third fight I need to bring up as well. Um, should I just mention it now? Yeah, just just blow, I'm blown over. Keep me down. Corey Sandhagen will return to face Song Yadong, uh, which is quite nice. We're going to see basically the top five open up a bit. Uh, guys fighting down in Aldo and Sandhagen, and guys who are on good win streaks uh, coming up and actually getting some top contenders. So, Joe, for me, of the six names we've mentioned, then one is not like the others. What Marab? No, I mean, yeah, of course, like your fighting style, Marab is is different. I, I'm all meant. Oh, like, oh, you're saying that Song is not on the level. He's not there, guys. Joe. He's not there. Not yet. No, but he's like 23. 24 it's a years chance old, for him like. to enter that club. Um, Mm. <laughs> it's hard to go down though from that club isn't it like if you get in there at that young age and it's like well that's what you're going to be expected to fight even if you're on like a three four fight losing streak uh rest in peace marlon Marais. but yeah it's going to be it's going to be a challenge for song uh to say the least but let's talk about that title fight because this might also and affect the division above Aljamain sterling came out the other day saying that he would not fight marab devashvili and that when it comes to it, he will step out the way for Marab and will vacate the title. Hmm. What does that tell us? Does that tell us that this is like a DC Kane situation where one guy clearly whoops the other one in training and the other one doesn't want any part of that in an actual fight? Or it's just like, oh no, we're actually brothers. <laughs> um, well, in that case, Kane stepped aside for DC, right? No, well, DC went down to the light heavyweight first, to avoid yeah, Kane. Yeah, first, but then when Kane yeah. was on the kind of comeback trail, he was... It was uh, What? What comeback trail are you on about? So, Kane was away from the sport, injured. Well, he's got a long one now, hasn't he? But what's that? Yeah, well... <laughs> Sorry, that was deep, awful. Deep in the woods uh, there. Yeah, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, when he was away. Yeah. Uh, so, first, 
DC was the champion in Strikeforce, came into the UFC yep. when, in Kane's heyday. Uh, then yep. Kane was injured and, and out of the sport, and, and DC, uh, in the same space, had his success or almost success at light heavyweight, depending on how you classify the Jones fights. I think, of course, it did make a success of it, really, and eventually moved yep. up for Stipe. Uh, yeah. But in the picture where where Kane was not part of that division, he wasn't in the title picture anymore. So no. Um, well, I mean, maybe, I maybe Kane was neutralised outside the cage by what what was going on there. Uh, wait, hold on. Were you saying Kane? Wait, DC was beating up on Kane. I don't believe that to be the case. No. No, that was not the case right, at all. Right. That is that was confirmed not the case, and I think even DC said that as well. Like. Yeah, it was it was pretty much one way traffic. So um, yeah, I I think also probably DC probably realised like well you know so if I'm going to make a success of this light heavyweight would be the way to go. But I feel like Joe, you're inferring here then that Marab is putting it on Aljamain. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Massively so. Massively so. I also think maybe Aljamain doesn't want to do that cut for much longer. How do you think he fares at featherweight? Not well. No, I don't see it either. Yeah, technique-wise, striking-wise, he's nowhere near on the level of, like... Well, I mean, fucking forget Volkanovski yeah. and Holloway, but, like, I'm talking Calvin Cater and Arnold Allen. Like, I, I don't think he's on the, their striking level. Um, I, I Does he think that he's just going to leave this division and go straight into a title shot? Because I don't think that's going to go very well. Yeah, the, the, I can see the end of the tracks for Aljamain, if that is the case. I mean, mm. I, I, I still think, though... He wouldn't just step aside, you know. I just don't see that. They they obviously won't make the fight. Marab will have to just hang on for a little bit. Um, it, I mean, if Aljamain is able to get through Sandhagen, what and just run the risk of losing for for Marab of like like losing to a Piotr Jan or a Sandhagen, and he has to go back down the line again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is the kind of stuff we've seen before. You know, you have got that champ's privilege if you're in the same camp. I, I, mm. I just don't see how it's like right well you know Marab's our guy now we know you're the champ we're going to have to make that fight or you're going to have to step aside I mean what about this what about this let's say Sterling faces TJ and by the way initial prediction in my mind is that I don't see it going well for, for TJ you know he's getting up there in age he's had a couple injuries took a couple years off due to that drug scandal you know I, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see but I think it could be the case that Sterling sort of neutralises him. But where does Henry Cejudo fit into all this? He's back getting tested. He's back in the drug testing. Goes back straight into a title shot against the winner of TJ versus Sterling. Wow. It's uh, it's tantalising prospect. There's so, it's so many moving parts here, Joe, in terms of the other mm. fights we've referenced. Who wins? In what fashion? Who gets injured? Yeah. Uh, Division is red hot. Before you start adding uh, Cejudo into the mix or talking about people fighting up or down outside of the division, really, it's. I, I think you'd have to have an incredible simulator to map <laughs> all of the variables in the bantamweight division. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. There are so many moving parts to this that someone could go on like a three-fight win streak from now until June next year and get them into a title shot quite easily. I'm, I'm actually thinking of Marlon Vera. Is the one I'm thinking Just of. Just not adding more names. We're already struggling with the simulator as it is. 
I know. I'll tell you what I, 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 what I want. I do want Jose Aldo to fight for. for tell me what I you want. want. Aldo to fight for the belt again. I want it. Do yeah, you really? I do. I do want that against Sterling. Uh like I don't want to see him fight Yan against... again. So you'd want to see him fight? How do I get him in there? TJ. Yeah, something. I mean, that sounds that sounds great. Yeah, I do worry that if if he fights Marab and Marab just mauls him, which is the, it is possible. Um, yeah, dicey, dicey, Bapper. But this is like we're getting into very territories if uh, Aldo doesn't win that, well, and then obviously he has to. I mean, he absolutely handled Chad Mendes yeah, at, at featherweight. So yeah, that's true. You know, that's I, true. It's, it's, he he does fight wrestlers well. You know, he can Frankie. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think some people forget this as well about Aldo is that he's beaten Frankie Edgar twice at featherweight when Edgar was the lightweight champion and did so easily. Like, I think sometimes those wins don't get well remembered enough because I just don't think Aldo was enough of a a draw or of a fan favourite like he is now. Like, those wins have aged so well. And like you say, the two Chad Mendes wins as well. Oh, maybe I am being a bit premature mm, here. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Doesn't throw the leg kicks though anymore. That's that's the problem. Well, isn't he it? only oh. needed one knee against Mendes in the second fight. You remember that knockout? Oh, the first fight. Oh, was that the first fight? When he when he leapt over the cage and jumped into the crowd, <laughs> that was insane. Oh, I love that knockout. For the listeners, go out yeah. there, seek it out. You know. Yeah. Uh, Mendes has his back. Aldo managed to get a little bit of separation to, <laughs> turns, pivots and knees him straight in the face uh, drops Mendes, yeah. fights over great Yeah, and then just goes like streaming straight into the crowd of that Brazilian crowd incredible, incredible that's why another thing I want UFC events back in Brazil that is something that I really want just the crowd chanting you're gonna die all the American fighters how can you not want a bit of that right Tom, I think we should wrap this up. Uh, listeners, thank you for joining us. Maybe, just maybe, me and Tom will be back next week. Can you believe that? Three episodes in the space of two weeks. Fucking Laura. <laughs> be really on it if we're doing that. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining us. Tom, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm the champ. Just want that reminded one more time that I got it right. I got everything right. Did I get every, uh, I got every winner, didn't I? Joe, you lost the moral victory, and that was what you've said tonight about Glover. <laughs> that will live long in the memory. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do, I do regret some of the things I said. But yeah, it's fundamentalist positions, anti-Brazilian, anti-old age, anti-championship mentality. Um, yeah, but you, yeah, but you I'm are the champ. Be... You know, these are I'm the times the we live in. People voted for Donald I Trump, know. and you are the champ. <laughs> I know. You see this, though. The great men do get toppled eventually, like Trump or Vince McMahon or, you know, Boris Johnson. Joe, they all fall don't eventually. Don't get us cancelled, please. Uh, <laughs> thanks, listeners. Well done, Joe. Thank you, listeners, and uh, I'll uh, we'll speak uh, next week. <laughs>